very, very, very warm welcome to the really bad, really bad <laughs> mental health podcast. Easy for me to say. Season two, episode six. It's podcast time. Here we are. Woo! It's just three mates talking everything. Mental health associated. That's not the name of us. We're not Mental Health Associated (laughs) with a really bad mental health podcast. So this was born off the back of our non-for-profit, which is now a charity called The Brave and Determined. And that is me, Adam. Halves, over Adam. Hello. And Lise. Hi. Lisa loves to lift from Instagram <laughs> fame. I think you'll probably all know her. So, Lise, how are you? Oh, I've got a bit of a summer cold. Oh. I don't know if you can tell. Is there such a thing as a summer cold? Well, everyone keeps saying to me, oh, you've got a summer cold. Yeah, yeah but is, is it, it different? Yeah, it's a cold in the summer. Yeah, but is it, is it a thing? Uh, mm, I don't know. Or Any is it, or is it that you run down, you've had a lot going on. Probably And not, your yeah. body gets to a point where it goes, oh, and, so, yeah. and then your immune system's a bit low. Well, I'm just questioning the fact, is it just, just a, a, a normal cold, but in the summer? I yeah. don't know. It Why do people call cold? it summer cold, though? Because they didn't say you got a winter cold, did they? They just say you got a cold in the winter. That's, that's very good. That's exactly. a very good point. Yeah, and I've never heard of a spring or autumn cold. No, it's just a summer or one. fall cold. Well, to, be, to be fair, it's a lot worse than a normal cold. So you know. And I was looking back at photos of what we were doing a year ago, and it was freaking hot last year, and mm. now it's absolutely chucking it down rain and yeah. a sticky pot. In fact, tomorrow marks the one year of anniversary of my very first Nando's. Is that still your only Nando's? And my only Nando's. Do you remember the night? I remember the night, but ultimately... You were disappointed, weren't you? Yeah. I was very disappointed. But I tell you what, and Harv, we're going to get around to asking you how you are in a minute. Do you remember? We had a really, really, really freaking deep conversation, the three of us. You we just did. started your sober journey. Yeah. And you weren't sure how it was kind of... Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that was deep. Yeah. yeah. Do you yes. remember? Yeah. Harv basically told us the inner secrets of, of his um, drinking days. <laughs> My um, drinking career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is now firmly over, we all hope. Yeah, I've changed careers to a non-drinking. But um, yeah, it was good. It was good because I was hanging out with you guys. But I remember walking away thinking, God, I'm exhausted because it was such a deep conversation. But I mean, that's great that the three of us can talk like that, isn't it? I I was disappointed that you didn't really like Nando's. It's not I didn't like Nando's. I thought it was... The trouble is it been... If people listen to season one, they'll know. I did talk about Nando's a lot. Yeah, we we were talking about Nando's Nando's. and picking it up. And then when we went, I was a bit like, yeah, it was all right. chicken. The... um, the free refills on a Coke. I had like six, Although, I had I six massive glasses of Coke. think they're stopping that now. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, I'm not going back, so don't worry. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> so other than the but summer other cold. Other than the summer cold. I'm, I'm all right. I'm coming out the other side of what I think was a rough few weeks. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I got to the point where I was a bit like, I think I'm having a bit of a breakdown. I can't focus on anything. I can't make any decisions. I can't cope with anything. Everything's just too much. And I was a bit like, I don't know how I've got here. I feel like I was a normal person in air quotes a few weeks ago. And now I feel like I can't function. Um, But I have started seeing the counsellor and she has been very, very helpful. And I've had two very good sessions with her already. Um, And I feel like I'm coming out the other side a little bit. There's light at the end of the, the tunnel. Good. So, so yeah. So two part, sessions in? Two sessions in. I've got another one tomorrow night. Um, we're every Wednesday at the moment. So, yeah, but that's good. Um, and I've started to get a bit more routine back in my life. I've started a new nutrition plan. I've started cold water therapy again. And I've changed CrossFit boxes and started a new gym routine. So, yeah, 
fresh start at the beginning of July. Well, there's, they say, don't they? The yep. journey starts with one step, so it doesn't matter what so, time yeah. of year it is. We, we, we always... Wait for like know, the first, don't I was, we, I was just yeah. about to say, not that we're anywhere near January and <laughs> New Year's resolutions, but everyone, oh, I'll do that in January. Yeah, well, yeah. Why don't you just do it Wait today? for Monday or wait for... Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so I'm feeling better. So you Good. had a little bit of a readjust. Yeah, I think a... so. I think everything kind of hit me like everyone kind of knew it would. And I think I was probably being a bit too busy and trying to keep myself a bit too occupied and not really giving myself time to process things and deal with things. And then all of a sudden it was just like, Ugh. I think the beauty is with the people listening to this, the three of us have all at some point through this podcast have been seeing a counsellor. The yeah. three of us, haven't yeah. we? And I think that's really good. And I'm cool about it. And I'm not going to get emotional. No, no, you sure? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But, you know, at points through through season one and season two, all three of us have been seeing a counsellor at some point. And I think that is really quintessential to what we're trying to do with... What we're trying to do, what we're doing with The Brave and Determined, which is 48 people now Mm -hmm. through early intervention life saving counselling, which is freaking amazing, changing lives. Um, And we talk about it, don't we? Because it's what we do. Yeah, Yeah. and it's important. I think, you know, I've been quite open this time around because I I think I said on the last podcast when we talked about counselling, I didn't tell many people that I was having counselling because I felt still a bit embarrassed and there was still that stigma. But I've been very open and honest with people and when they sort of say well, how are you doing how are things I'm like yeah I've started counselling a couple of weeks ago and that's really helped and yeah. I told everyone at work got a bit emotional when I told them I don't really know why but I was just like I was building up it's funny of, isn't it sometimes yeah. you get emotional and you don't even think you're going no, to be emotional I was emotional. just like building up the courage to say is it alright if I leave at five for the next few weeks so I've got a counselling sessions booked in and that's the only time she can fit me in and my boss was lovely about it she's like yeah of course Lisa that's fine she's, but she's like are you alright is everything okay and I was like yeah it was all fine and just started crying but, um, but yeah but, I mean I still get emotional about it now just talking about it then mm. I still get emotional about yeah. the times I've reached out for help because yeah. I think it was a it was a point in time where I look back and although it was super tough it was essential to me to get to yeah. here so yeah and also like I don't want people to think because a lot of people go oh you're so strong you know you're doing really well you keep going blah 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 I don't want people to think it's all roses it's not like I've had but it doesn't mean you're weak no it doesn't mean I'm weak but I don't want people to think that you don't sometimes need a bit of outside help to deal with America, things in America they just like refer to their therapist oh, yeah. don't they yeah oh, I yeah, feel like my... everyone should yeah, have yeah, one yeah 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 everyone should yeah. yeah but yeah so good things are getting better glad to hear it Monsieur Ave. Bonjour. Bonjour, ça va? Ça va bien, monsieur, toi? Ah, si, bien. Ah. Wow, well, so right. I said si, which was Italian. Yeah, <laughs> it was up until that point. I did speak Italian at work the other day. I met some Italians and I said, ah, oh, ciao, ciao, sono Adam, which just means I'm Adam. But I was like, <laughs> God, that just... speaking that, Italian. Yeah, that just came back. Like, I was just in front of the Italians and it came back because I spent a long time out there. So there, there you go. go, there we go. Yeah. In the, in the context ciao, of being, you were at work, you weren't just in yeah, the Italian Yeah, because I Italian yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't just getting a pizza <laughs> from the kebab shop <laughs> yeah from the Turkish kebab shop so Hart how are you yeah I'm good I'm good I'm going to follow on from what Lisa just said then because I was with my counsellor this morning and I'm very open about seeing counsellors because I, I think everybody should do it um, and how am I well I'll tell, tell you guys what I told her this morning that I am I'm anxious I'm excited and I'm optimistic Oh, wow, that's a good that's, word. I like optimistic. And that's like a pretty cool state to be in, I think. Not the the anxious bit, but like we get anxious about good stuff as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the anxiety and the excitement, can they can merge into one another anyway. So I've we've got the ball. 
on on Saturday, summer ball. We got summer the, ball, summer ball <laughs> on Saturday, which um, is going to take me and you. I expect that out of our comfort zones a little bit, um, and we're going to totally cool about it. Yeah, <laughs> totally cool about it. Yeah, we've got we've got to do a lot of uh, sort of public speaking stuff and and host i guess and so the spotlight's on us yeah it effectively is. it is on us um this is really helping um <laughs> there's gonna be everyone looking at us we've got like 110 120 people coming yeah. who are all gonna be looking at us yeah 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 so there's that but I'm, I'm equally i am anxious about that but i am excited by that as well um i'm excited and anxious to be starting a new job next monday yeah so, so we've, we've got, got the ball we've got the on monday sunday's gonna be a very important day for me <laughs> ball saturday Detached from everything on Sunday, new job Monday. Uh, but I am I'm, I am looking forward to it. Um, so I'm anxiously excited about that too. And I'm optimistic because of those things as well. I'm optimistic that the, the direction of the Brave and Determined is going in, which is just amazing day to day. Something happens every day at the moment where you think, wow. Um, and I'm optimistic on a personal level in terms of my career. So, yeah. Anxious, excited, optimistic. I love it. That's really cool. Wow. Follow that. Well, yeah, I'm, Mr. I'm, Collins. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll refer to our notes. Yes. You're not allowed to not say. Not allowed to just yeah. say. Oh yeah, that okay. is true. Um, Which is your so, stipulation? Yeah, it was me. Yeah, yeah. Because do you remember when we first started this? I go, hey, how are you guys? And you yeah. both go, yeah. okay. And, oh, yeah, yeah. We got to say a bit more of that. Um, but how this podcast has grown, eh? Oh, I know. Yeah, it's fantastic. We've come a long way. Yeah, we really have. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'll be honest. Um, I haven't prepped for this at all i had a flat out day luckily harv wrote the agenda for us which is like some show notes that we just put together of a subject and what we're going to talk about and i've let the side down so i'm really okay today we'll let you off yeah this one life is busy it's really busy um, but it's really good. You went to Canada? Yeah, went to Canada, um, which was really good. And it's nice to go, isn't it? I was only there for three whole days and then flew all the way back. But it was nice. I worked with some great people. I really enjoy my job. It's hard. Um, the family's good. We're doing a house up. I love working on that. Fire service is busy. Yeah, it's great. It's cool. Like, life's good. Um, good. There's points, don't get me wrong, where I scratch my head and think, oh my God, how are we going to do all this? Because, you know... I look after the referral side of the Brave and Determined, so all of that comes to me, which I love, but it gets really busy. But we cope, don't we? We get through it. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that has been particularly busy, hasn't it, the last yeah. last couple of weeks? Yeah, it really has. But, you know, it's... We were talking about earlier, the funny thing is, what drives us, and mm. I'm saying that looking at Harv, because why aren't we so into the Brave and Determined? What? Why do we never stop? Yeah. We just keep pushing. And as much as gets piled on, we just keep taking it. Yeah. There is something about it that just keeps pushing you further and further, harder and harder, because because it's making a difference, because it's changing lives, because it's something bigger than us, and it's something, you know, we, we're creating something, and I love that. Yeah, but I never thought I would be quite so fulfilled as I am. Mm. You know, I don't know whether it's the helping people thing or... Or, you know, the fact that we've got... And you're doing it, it's like a selfless act, isn't it? Like, you know, a lot of the time we do stuff, even though it makes us feel good, we do it, or like we, we think it's selfless. Mm. It's actually, you know, to make us feel good mm. or we benefit from it in some way. Mm. But you two run yourselves ragged doing this, really, don't you? Some days you yeah. are, you know, yeah, you're pretty stressed out and it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's so a much huge more than what any of us know. You know, and, even and us who work alongside you have no idea how many hours you put in. But it is all... 
for other people. But everyone puts it in as well. It's yeah. not just me and half. There's no, loads no. of yeah. people. Yourself included, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Um, and PD, who's also you know producing this podcast but the, i mean yeah it's it, a self, it you could say you could say it's selfless but helping people makes you feel good doesn't it it does so we do get something back on that on that personal level yeah and we got a beautiful oh. card from a, oh, a lovely did, yeah. young, young lady who yeah. thanked us for her counseling yes. and you know that goes out that thanks isn't for me and half that thanks is for everyone who has made it possible to give that young girl counseling mm. and that is everyone who's bought something everyone who's donated talked about us shared our story liked us on instagram all of that stuff is what goes towards helping that that young person and yeah. like, I've noticed recently our socials are are getting busier. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're getting more and more views on on the the stupid stories I put in, and more Not and more stupid got dogs. A few new followers as well. <laughs> Not yeah, stupid followers. Yeah. I know it's good it's really cool so yeah I'm fine I'm really good I'm fine I'm fine, fine. like Ross from Friends <laughs> I'm fine so let's talk about last week what, well I said last week last time what did we talk about friendship oh that was cute wasn't it was it? nice yeah, it was a good subject it was and I, I think we got lots of positive feedback about it didn't we yeah absolutely and one thing I meant to say while PD's in the room he's always in the room when we record these days PD we're up on our um, downloads as well aren't we yeah so where are we? How many downloads? I'm putting them on the spot. We did talk about this in the week. <laughs> what? Two hundred downloads per month. Yeah. Wow. Over two hundred. Two hundred people listen to us talking. I was in Tesco's the other day, and someone stopped me, and they said, "Oh, I fell asleep listening to you the other night," and it still blows my mind that real people listen to this. real people yeah i yeah. was like oh okay yeah, yeah. she's like oh yeah actual no, people I, listen I to this listening to you all and I was like, that's fantastic so if you do listen to this and yeah, that number well no i mean <laughs> you you can. Can. yeah you yeah, can, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fit, just I mean, make sure sleep. you do start listening now hands up i've fallen asleep to listen to many a podcast um it's quite a nice way to fall asleep but if you do listen to this and you, you know those numbers are great but tell your friends share it yeah share it far share it wide Harves, tell us about Ben's Bash and the Rocket Choir. Oh man, Ben's Bash! Wow, that was um, a mix of emotions that evening. So I was in fricking bits. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I cried. We were um, <laughs> we were kindly invited to be the, the charity of choice for an event in Blanford Forum, um, a church called Ben's Bash, which was in um, in memory of a, a guy called Ben who uh, died by suicide not too long ago, and his dad his dad put the event on for him. So they had a collection of different sort of local musical artists. They had the Rocket Choir. They had Blanford Ukulele Group. Yeah. Uh, there was a band whose name someone's going to remind me of in a minute. Dark Horses. Dark Horses. Well and Lease. Um, and a couple of others. And it, it was a really, really emotive and it was a wonderful evening. And I mean, we raised an incredible amount of money for for a Wednesday night in Blanford. This is extraordinary. We go there with absolutely no like agenda, no. and we just go. Do you know what? We might just you know raise a bit of awareness and just tell people what we do. And we walked out with a huge amount of money for a Wednesday night in Sleepy Little Blanford Forum. Wasn't it? And I mean, the, the Ben's dad, he lost both two both his sons to suicide, um, and one of them was only a couple of months ago, and he got up and sang with his ukulele mm. and he sang don't worry be happy uh, man the hu- they weren't a dry eye in the house no, and incredible. I went up to him afterwards and I shook his hand and said you are the bravest man I've ever met yeah I spoke to him as well afterwards he I was, was like, amazing I don't know how you did that amazing yeah and his all he said was you know we've we've got to learn from what happened w- with Ben and we don't want it to happen again yeah. and I was just like 
you know, gave your old boy a hug and just said, you're amazing. You're absolutely amazing that you yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah it was so, so much night. love there, wasn't there, for him and incredible. his family. And, like, it was hard to be sad. Like, it was sad, but it was also hard to not be, like, just grateful and, like, want to be part of it because there was so much love and support for him and his family. And, like I say, to just raise awareness and and stop it happening again. Um, and then something else that we got involved in was the Baton of Hope, um, yeah. which was on... S Sunday just gone yes. I can't remember yeah. or was it the week before the week, week before. before week before Baton of Hope is the biggest anti-suicide movement that this country's ever seen what, one person dies from suicide in this country every 40 seconds every 40 seconds and the majority of those is, are men you know it's like 70% is, is is men and when you actually think of that every 40 seconds that's why we've been talking here probably five six people have died which is just incredibly incredibly sad and the baton of hope is to raise awareness about anti-suicide movement and to try and get people to talk and one of the things that the baton of hope is promoting is early intervention which is what we do mm -hmm. and that's why as soon as we heard about we, we wanted to get involved and I was lucky enough and w how super super humbled I was to be able to carry that ban now least bless her couldn't make it for a little various, car incident yeah, we won't for, go into it in too much for detail. various reasons but if um, if any of the police saw her driving at the weekend it wasn't her uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just just as it was my turn to carry the ban it was two o'clock guess who walks around the corner but no other than Mr Harvey oh. and it was just an incredible moment to be honoured to carry that baton and it'll live with me forever and the feeling of of carrying it and handing it over to people and there was so many stories of people who had lost mums, dads, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters it was incredibly incredibly sad and I, I left there feeling so grateful for everything and everyone in my life and that includes you lot here Wow. Oh. So, Harv, tell me about the fast show. Because <laughs> you've written on, on here about the fast show. Yeah, that was in my notes. So, following on from the last episode, um, and we did, I was listening back to it and I, I was laughing because we um, we talked about easy, easy, squeezy, cheesy piece. Well, we've just linked from something very serious to um, a bit Sometimes of Paul Whitehouse. You need to do that, yeah. don't you? Um, and it, it inspired me, talking about it inspired me just to watch a little bit of fast show again. And then I was thinking while I was watching it. Like, what platform? you're watching now because i need to get involved youtube oh is it yeah. what is it what full-on episodes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, one of my favorites i never really watched the fast show oh my god get out <laughs> did you uh, the, like julio Giordio was one of my favorite people <laughs> i think the whole the whole thing because I, mean, I was watching it and it, the guy um that finds like he found the original copy of the bible in his attic <laughs> which was nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just my, my point is that um, we it's, it obviously stoked the memory in me I went back and watched it and it was perfect escapism oh, it was just, yeah. just fun for like 20 minutes yeah. just, just fun watching something that I knew was funny I knew what was coming still cracked me up just a good bit of time out interesting you say that because I'm on series 3 of Ted Lasso amazing and it's not so fun anymore because things are getting serious. Ooh. Don't want to ruin it for anyone out there, but series one is like super fun. Ted's like really happy. A few, uh, a few difficult, difficult moments. Go on, have we? No, say? I think this is the beauty of Ted Lasso. And then he's going through a bit of a time at the moment. Yeah. Everyone's not being very nice to him and he's struggling a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's life. 
It's life, yeah. but you know, it started out as easy watching, and now yeah. it's a bit like, and I've got to get it done, and I'm, yeah. I'm petrified how it's going to end. I, I mean, don't, don't I, tell me, obviously. No but. spoilers, but I think it's just beautifully done. Oh, okay. I still haven't watched the last episode. You know, when sometimes you don't want something to end. Yeah. And you yeah. I've got the end of Firefly Lane as well. I can't watch the last twenty minutes of it because I know I watched, what's going to happen, and I know I'm not ready to watch it. Are you what series three on Firefly Lane? Yeah, yeah. So I watched the first series. I didn't watch any more. Yeah, I know what's going to happen. And I just can't bring myself to watch it. I've got. This thing about series that I only ever watched the, I don't always because obviously I just said I'm on Ted Lasso season, <laughs> season 3 but I generally only watch the first series because I think a lot of things are only ever made to be one series yeah, and they can go they really bad yeah. so I'm, I mean I'm a, a huge Game of Thrones fan and I can re-watch the first two mm. seasons, first three seasons of that happily and then it goes south and anybody else anybody else any other fans out there will tell you the last season was just rushed and I've a waste I've watched it I've watched one Breaking episode. Bad it should have finished I think it was at the end of season 5 mm. when the chicken man and, and Jesse were shaking hands on the top of the car park and for the Breaking Bad fans out there will know exactly the moment yeah, I'm yeah. talking about yeah. not the chicken man sorry it was the two of them anyway yeah they should have ended earlier Done. Talking a good telly though, just quickly. This isn't in my notes, but has anyone watched the Ed Sheeran documentary on Disney Plus? No, no. Oh, if you've got Disney Plus and you've got two hours of your life, watch it. It is the most incredible thing I've watched in what, a while. What documentary of him all so the way through? So it started off a documentary. It was just going to be a documentary about his like filming him mm. on tour, different things, and then it, it it went across the period when his best friend Jamal Edwards died, and it just covers how he deals with grief, um, like anxiety. It's just it's a really really good program it's just worth watching it's, there's four 30 minute episodes he's done alright as well hasn't he? and he's, he comes like, I never really had any feelings about Ed Sheeran either way but he comes across as one of the nicest men he's straightforwardly straight. yeah mm. I, I was fortunate enough to um, work with him at where he used to work oh, oh did you yeah, yeah we well, met him yeah you got his number. <laughs> He's so fucking corny, PD. Have you got? Just just you know, know, just, you know, know him. You know it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking know him, mate. I'll go yeah, fishing. Can him. we get him on the pod? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, this is where I'm going. Okay. Next episode. Didn't he go out with like Taylor Swift? No, Did they were good mates, weren't they? But I don't think anything happened. Didn't he write a song about her? Did he write a song with her? I think. Does she have a castle on the hill? No, oh, I love Taylor song. Swift. Oh, but his wife's lovely as well. Like it's just a really lovely. Program. You said that like you met her. <laughs> no, but she just comes across really nice. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, you see her in Tesco. Yeah, I do like Taylor Cherry. Swift as well. My yeah. mate Cherry. Yeah, but yeah, watch is it. Is her name Cherry? Cherry yeah. good. And Cherry anyone pie? out there who hasn't watched it, give it a watch. Harv, tell us about the Brave and Determined Cup. Well, the uh, the Brave and Determined Cup was a football match organised by Matt Mullins of Tisbury Fire and Rescue for Dorset Wilkes Fire and Rescue versus Southampton. Legends. I hope they're not listening. Yeah, legends. I mean, that's all right. No, no, yeah, it is yeah, called the legends. It is called the legends, and um, there were a couple of bona fide uh, <laughs> ex pros amongst them. Um, not least James Beatty, who took the time out. So, hang on, I need to get some context around this. I've yeah, got yeah. carried away. So, the football, the fixture was played for the Brave and Determined Cup to raise awareness about Badco uh, and what we're doing. Um, and then the there was other beneficiaries of gate money the firefighters charity and the saints um charities that they choose so a very very good event uh for good causes 
raised a lot of awareness. We had a stall there. We sold some merch. We got talking to people. Uh, and then James Beattie came over to our stall, which is really cool because, you know, he's an ex-England international. He is. He is. I didn't know he was, did he, when we were talking about I it? Still, if, if he walked in this room, I'd be like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind? We're trying to record a pod. Uh, uh, did you not see our on-air sign that we've now yes, got? Yes, we've now got an on-air sign. Yeah, which Lee's bought us for our birthdays. Oh, so kind. so cute. Um, so, yeah, we did the cup. The, the game was played. The firefighters um, won comfortably. Um, and oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, but the firefighters didn't get the brief yes. that everyone should be under the age of 40. Over. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, over. <laughs> over oh, so they had yeah. some pretty good players. Well, they like... just had a load of young lads who were like running rings around the old oh, boys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it was it was a good evening. It was well attended. Um, can I, can I can let I you into someone as oh, well? You go first. Well, I heard last night that two of the players weren't firefighters as well. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Scandalous. That's, that's naughty, isn't it? So, well, that's so, that's so cut me deep because I wanted to be involved yeah, and I couldn't naughty. be because I'm not a firefighter. Well, apparently the chief turned up. I, put, I shouldn't be saying this, but I, I, chief, if you're listening. Soz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But apparently he turned up and said, who arranged this? Because those two aren't firefighters. And uh, everyone was a bit like, oh, really? Yeah, not, mm. not very good. Mm. Bit naughty. Bit naughty. Um, I've got a question. Have you got a question? <laughs> <laughs> Did you manage to see the guy in your photo that no, he talked about? No, no. Jason oh. Dodd didn't play. Oh, I thought that was who it was. No. No, no, no. no. So Harv had a picture of what looked like his son. It was actually Harv because they are the same person. There's just 25 years difference between the two of them. Yeah. I thought that was James Beattie in the photo. No, that no, that was us. Jason Dodd and he was, he was about... I mean, James Beattie's probably in his mid-40s. Yeah. Jason Dodd's into his 50s. Who was he? Yeah. So he's a fair bit older. But um, no, he wasn't there this time. Oh. But um, I mean, hopefully, Matt Mullins who organised it. He did a great job. Shout out to him. Top bloke. Um, they are planning more fixtures, more Brave and Determined Cup games against different sides. So who knows where well, it might we go. We have but... a Brave and Determined five-a-side tournament. We can, yeah. Are you going to organise that, Yeah. I'll go in the net. I'm good in the net. He was a- I used Annette? to be quite a good five-a-side player in my time. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Well, there you go. But with the four of us, we only need one more. Oh, wow. She'll play. Mm, she don't like football. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, Harves, tell us about the charity. What's going on? Charity. It's for charity, mate. It's for charity, mate. Where's that from, Lise? Smashing Nicey. Yeah. Which what do I thought was Far Show? No, Smashing Nicey. Oh, yeah, Smashing um, Nicey. Harry Enfield, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, go. God, that but was it was Paul guess, Whitehouse. It? <laughs> it was Paul Whitehouse. Join us. Um, we also record the Paul Whitehouse podcast. You want to check, check in with that at some point? <laughs> um, yeah, so the charity is going from strength to strength. Um, we've had huge, huge progress on funding, which is great. And shout out to the people involved in that. They know they, who they are. Yeah, they 100% know who they are. Um, the, the you know the the Ben's Bash as we referred to earlier was was a beneficiary of um uh, for the charity was a beneficiary of that so that was that was great um there's a, just a lot of work going on at the moment and there's a lot of work behind the scenes to, uh, the, the amazing thing is you know when we when we started this Harves and I were always really mindful of of money and how we were going to pay the councillors mm. and there was points where we'd be on the phone late at night going these bills are dropping on us and we cannot afford to pay them what are we going to do yeah. um and then we'd have to say to the councillors oh can you wait which we never wanted to do you know to pay because it costs us 300 quid to put someone through counselling um, but now it doesn't mean that we want the, the donations to stop before what I'm about to say no, but absolutely we're, not. we're in a position where 
we don't have to worry too much you know we we've got uh, a buffer in an account that we can lean on and so we, really we good, can help it? people and it takes the, a lot of stress out of it for you doesn't it well in the last couple of mm. weeks we've just said yeah people come to us and say hey can you help we just go yeah yeah of course we can here you go i mean we've this week for example we referred an entire family wow um We've had other people come to us who have had some real struggle. They've got long waiting lists and we're getting them in front of counsellors in, in three, four days. Yeah. And on that as well, I'd like to add, we we do get some people as well that come to us and say, like, I just need signposting. I need I need help. I need a bit of advice. Um, we do get a few of those few as well. So, yeah. And I mean, I've had one, you know, I've had two people this week and I've just said, well, try this, try that. Um, so they're, they're not putting their hand out necessarily for the financial support, but they just want to bit of advice on where to go um, and that, that helps as well so yeah, that's really fantastic. important really good really good um, and there's some bad co updates so Lise what's going on uh, well apart from the summer ball which summer we already ball. talked about yes which we're all very excited about um, you've got a vintage car show at the end of July yeah so is Barton, that in yes it is it's Barton Hill um, and we're taking a little stool there to nice. sell some stuff which would be cool are you taking your vintage car which so is I'm in the taking car the old ball <gasps> which is called Granddad um, he's a 1962 Rover P5 and the fire truck's going to be there so it's going to be a very exciting Ooh. day three of my favourite things old so, stuff bad co and the fire service so you can guess which so. one of the bad co crew won't be behind the stall for most of the day <laughs> what else is going on um, you've got Keith Fest which you're a beneficiary of yes yeah. tell um, us about Keith Halves so Keith um, well I know of Keith through my barber um, lovely woman called Tash um, and Keith was her, her other Keith was her other half, um, and sadly took his life a few years ago. Um, so Keith's parents, uh, the lovely event, organised Keith Fest, and it's in I don't know whether it's its second or third year, but um, this year they've invited us along. So it's a it's a music festival. It's a small music festival centred around heavy metal stuff, which is what Keith's bag was. Um, and they've invited us to come along and be the charity of choice. Um, so we're going to be beneficiaries from that, which we're very, very excited and pleased about. And, and I'm looking forward to having a little bit of heavy metal, a little nice. bit, of a, bit of a rock out. Yeah. Where is it to? Where is it Where to? is it to then? That was very Dorset. Where is it to that then? Well, funny enough, it's in Somerset. Is it? Yeah. It's at um, Henstridge Airfield on oh, okay. the August the 5th or 6th. I've to check my diary. But it's, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's going to be Honoured to be invited. I'm really excited to meet Yvette for the first time at the Charity Ball on Saturday. So lots of nice. good stuff going on there. And a nice bit of synergy to all of this is we did a competition oh, to win yeah. tickets to the Charity Ball via Instagram. And it was Yvette who won who set up Keith Fest that won the tickets so there's a lovely little bit of what goes around comes around yeah universe doing, like, his, doing it's his fang pay, that pay forward thing yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward. have you seen that yeah, yeah. yeah. forward yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah so that's Keith Fest uh, and then later on in August we've got the Gillingham Shasby Show Mr Collins yes we certainly have we are doing two days at the Gillingham Shasby Show you're doing both days yes doing both days so come along and say wow. hi it's going to be good yep I'll be in be... France well you get back the day of the first day don't you the second day I thought it was the first day and then you said oh I'm definitely going to come on the second day and I was like dude like you've just driven back from France oh, yeah. do you need to be coming oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah I'll right. be there, I'll, oh, be there. That's right. I'll buy you a coffee if you can make it I, I'd love to come I've never done the Gilman Shasby show since about 16 I went once oh you need yeah. to come never yeah. been like don't get me wrong it won't change your life but it's a nice day <laughs> you know it's a nice day people love it around here yeah, don't yeah, they yeah, it's yeah. like, you like know. people that, that's like their, yeah. their yearly well, it's event. a big show people come from far, far and wide don't they they do Right, let's move on to the topic. Today we are going to talk about... Ba -da -ba 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 -ba. 
Mental health in the workplace. Woohoo! I don't know if that's a thing we should celebrate or commiserate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> saying mental health in the workplace sounds like we're just about to watch a video, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. We're, we're mental health in the workplace. Oh, man, yeah. When you do, Now you've just said video, it's made me go, ugh. <laughs> Start clicking through. Yeah, yeah. Just try and get through it as quickly as you can. Um, yeah, so obviously we pick a topic every week. And this week, Harv put a little, um, what do you call it? On, a poll. A poll on, um, on WhatsApp and said, what do you want to talk about? And mental health in the workplace came out top. I think it's a really good thing to talk about because yeah. obviously everyone works pretty much unless you mint it and then you don't. Um, and mental health in the workplace is a real thing. So who wants to go first and tell us their experiences of mental health in the workplace? I'm going to ask you a question first. If you've got, got a question. question. <laughs> How much do you think mental ill health costs employers every year? In the UK. Oh, now I put this on a slideshow that I did not very oh, long ago. No. But I can't I remember the figure. I was astounded by this figure it, today. So hang on. The, the question is a financial value yeah. against the cost of... So it's lost days, basically. So, yeah. So mental ill health oh. costs UK employers how much each year? How many hundred million is it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's more than hundreds of millions, I would have said. 56 billion. Yeah. yeah. Which I was just like, that is insane, yeah. isn't it? So, and that, that is a really good point, a really good angle to look at this. So, what? you switch it <laughs> yeah. and look at it from the employer's point of view. Yeah. You just this pay is, for people's counselling. This is why you need to address <laughs> mental health in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. Because ultimately, whether you actually care about your employee or not, which you should, which you should, but put that to one side. It's not good for your business. No. It's not if you don't address it, it's not good for your business. You need people of sound mind. You need to help people when they're down. Um, you know, we spend I think one third of the of our lives at work. Yeah. On average. Yeah. Which is something like nine thousand days or something crazy like that. It's a huge chunk of our time at work. We've got to help people. Yeah. Well, people's mental health needs to be in good shape because at the end of the day, they're going to be less valuable to you as an employee, employer. Sorry, they're not going to be as productive. They're not going to be as collaborative. They might not even be there. They might not even be there. Because exactly. That, you know, like, like we just touched on. So I think it's hugely important. The fact uh, that this conversation only seems to be happening in more recent times is just astonishing. Really, I'm. I'm a little. I want to question that that figure though because and I'm not saying that the figure's incorrect but I wonder how they've calculated because they're saying like it's a negative we lost what was it 56 billion well yeah it just says it costs 56 billion but, but if you imagine you've got an employee who's really struggling and you say hey look it's cool I want you to take some time off and I'm going to pay for your counselling mm. so I want you to have six months off work and I'm going to pay for a counsellor so that's going to cost you say they're on 30 grand a year so that costs you 15 grand for them to be off work plus you're going to pay for their counselling over that six months so say that's another three or four grand mm. i'm around up to 20 grand well that's 20 grand lost yeah but hang on a minute you've done the best thing for that employee yeah so that that is that the wrong way to look at it that actually that's 56 million billion could be looked as invested in saying to people i want you to take yeah, some time yeah. off because, because that, that employee that you've helped will be there be around for longer in your yeah. business and when they're there they'll appreciate that there's a support and help they've had and they'll go the extra mile for mm. you. Yeah. So there's a huge um, benefit. And, you know, even if you go, I mean, that's that example is, you know, is quite a big example. But if you said to somebody, right, take a couple of days out, we'll fund or we'll help with your counselling and then then you're going to lose them for an hour a week, say, or two hours a week, whatever it is, for six to 12 weeks. That 
lost time is far less than losing them for months on end Once through, out, through yeah, being signed off like, yeah. and being burnt out and being ill and not only you know mental health poor mental health leads to poor physical health and, and heart problems and blood pressure issues and all those kind of things so the, the thing just snowballs so for me mental health at work is should be of primary importance to employers I, I think you would be a fool as any employer to not address the, sometimes the elephant in the room and different uh, what's the lines of work mm. can can mean different things. So as you guys know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know I'm in the fire service, oh. but um, you know I've got an, a, what I would class air quotes normal day job. Also got the fire service. Fire service. There's a there's a sign on the on the wall that says if you need help, call this number. I've done it on more than one occasion and I've sat down in front of a counsellor and the fire service bless them have paid for my counselling mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we modelled the brave and determined on of how easy I luckily enough you know reached down and got that counselling um, but the caveat to what I'm saying there is I'm supported in the fire station I work in. There's other fire stations that I've worked in that aren't supportive mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have that network of friends that you can be open and honest in front of and say, I'm struggling. So actually, is it the employer or is it the people you're surrounded with who are your support network? And that's an interesting one. Well, then I think that feeds quite nicely into culture. Mm, because that, And that, again, is the employer, but it is the employees as well, because it's what you create. It's that environment you create. So that culture is, is crucially important. Like that... There's a great quote, that, and I know I love a quote, and my wife is always saying, yeah, yeah, stop quoting stuff. Um, but... Culture is what your employees feel in their stomachs and their hearts on a Sunday night. You can't write on a wall about Monday morning. Yeah. You know, that 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 is it is feelings. And you can do a lot to address that, but it takes time and it takes people and it's gotta be the right people. And they everybody it has to be everybody has to be on board with it, but it comes from the top. So if you're running an organisation, that culture, that that feeling of inclusiveness, of support, that has to come from you first. And it will trickle down because if you do the opposite and you're not supportive and you're negative, that too will trickle down. There's yeah. the problem. Yeah. And that negativity will be worse than any positivity, yeah. as in like the negativity will grow quicker than the yeah. positivity. Negativity is far more contagious than positivity. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, you know, it's an interesting one because the, the other thing I get um, from day jobs I've worked in is that if you're suffering with any mental health issues and you're reaching out for help or you're talking about it, that's a sign of weakness. Yeah. That so you can't cope. In the yep. construction industry, it's got the highest rate of suicide. I'm surprised because I thought it was farming. Oh, well, it said on my thing, it says, oh, no, hang on. Two people a day in the construction industry take their lives. Yeah. And that's males are three times more likely to commit suicide in the, instru- the construction industry than other sectors. So it might not be the highest. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, I, I mean farming, farming and construction are always up at the top of those but lists. But how do you change, knowing what mental health support is like in my company and across the board, because it's a very male dominated. Mm. Um, environment, environment culture there's yeah. a lot of what you would say banter you know and a lot of you know I don't know how you change that in that kind of environment because if someone in our company was suffering I don't think they would stand up and say I need some help because they wouldn't want other employees mm. to think again they were weak or that there's I think it takes a lot 
to do make that happen and I don't know how in the industry like that where you start because everyone's got that same well I think it only takes a couple of people yeah the thing you said about the fire service yeah where it's not the same everywhere but that's a very male dominated environment yeah you're dealing with traumatic situations on a regular basis but I openly talk about it. Yeah, but I think. But but I knew in the other place I worked. There's no point in saying it's veneer because no one's going to listen. So it's more about the individual place. I think I understand yeah. it's completely also about the same. Yeah. If you've got if there's one person, if it's, and also it's about it's not about standing up, is it? It's about finding someone and talking to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's not about broadcasting. No. But it's I about, think as well, it's, it's a generational me. thing because my employers oh, yeah, sure. are yeah, of sure. that generation where mental health didn't exist when they were at work. You know, they're still at work now. But like when they were my age or the age of our employees, can I just cl- cl- clear that like mental health did exist, but not in the same or way that it does health. now. No, 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 it wasn't, but it, wasn't, it did exist. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but they don't. So they don't see it in the same way that maybe I do, and that maybe people another generation on from me do. So until that moves through a company yeah so then it's down to us isn't it it's yeah, down, it's yeah, down yeah. to us we need to talk about the shit which yeah. is what we yeah. do um, I said this to Harves and to Lisa I think on a voice note I interviewed a girl this week who came in the room and she sat down and one of the f- bear in mind she's in an interview you know she's selling her best self to us and the first thing she said was hey I'm really sorry if I don't look you in the eye um, I get really bad anxiety and I'll try and look you in the eye but at the same time I'll probably just look down and look away and I yeah. was like yeah that's absolutely fine like, not a problem I get it you're nervous I said you know this is an interview but there's nothing to be scared of we'll just be open it's a chat we're going to talk about a few things and I and I thought how freaking brave yeah, yeah, yeah. dude I'm sat next to who is my boss I'm thinking he wouldn't see that as bravery he wouldn't see that as vulnerability which you know vulnerability to me is brave she yeah. was super brave to tell me that Absolutely. yeah she didn't have to did she no, she and could have just I been know, and you'd yeah. be like oh she doesn't look me in the eye and I know the guy sat next to me won't be thinking that yeah. whereas I'm thinking you've just ticked a lot of boxes by telling me that because if you can tell me that and I've only just met you imagine when you, we're working together and you're struggling you're going to tell me yeah. and that's exactly what yeah. I want you to do yeah, yeah. but it's, it's hard because I don't think in the construction industry I don't know how that changes but at least change it Oh, yeah. You change it. Why don't you speak to you? And I'm, uh, you know, and, and I'm saying this. I'm, pu- I'm pointing at you and saying you. But yeah, I'm no, talking to everyone. To, yeah, I'm yeah, talking no, to everyone yeah. out there. Why don't you speak to your employer and say, "Hey, why don't we? You know, construction industry, for example, it's one of one of the worst suicide rates. So why don't we offer our guys some support? That yeah. support could be a sign on the wall. Hey, guys, just check this out. I've put the sign on the wall, and our company's going to start giving people counselling. Yeah. If you guys are ever struggling, there's no shame in yeah. it. You don't need to tell anyone. You just phone that yeah. number I think some of the bigger I have to say some of the bigger housing companies national house companies I think they do a lot of that but obviously they also run massive offices and things but the construction a lot of construction companies are small one man bands aren't they or, or you know two or three people they haven't got the money to invest in that either so like the government or someone needs to help smaller businesses well, that's exactly what we're doing yeah Someone needs to help small businesses fund that because not everyone but you, can but, afford. Okay, we're going to get into a debate in a minute. No, no. <laughs> but you just said how many days are lost oh, yeah, yeah. by no, people not being you know, there. And I would, we're uh, saying it costs 300 quid yeah. to put someone through counselling, which is less than a week's wages yeah. for some of those guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've so, held my hands up. I've had days when I think 
I shouldn't be at work. Yeah. But because of how I think, oh God, I can't ring up and say, I'm not feeling very well today. My mental health's not great. I go in. Yeah. You know, and I think if I'm feeling like that. But, but what, sorry, what, what I'm like saying that. though is, is, and this is a good, a good conversation. We're saying one man bands and, and small businesses can't afford it. But what, what small business can't afford to say, I care about you as an employee. Oh, I'm yeah. going to invest 300 quid in you, which is less than what I spend in. And I'm going to give you yeah. a couple hours off work to go and help you. Because that's not you, actually a loss. That's, that's, you're going to make money. If you, if you burn out and break down, you're going to cost weeks. Weeks of pay. Yeah. Weeks of lost work. Yeah. No, it's true. I don't, I, you know, say it's, it's making people realise that, isn't it? Mm. Well, we've got to change it. it before but that's it what we're doing. Out. Yeah, yeah. Brave and determined. We're offering that service, aren't we? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. So there you go. Mental health in the workplace. I think that, um, it, it, it's, it is funny because it's culture and I think that's a really, really good word to use, Harv. Yes. It is the culture. It's the people you surround yourself with and, and we as, as you know, mental health advocates, if you like, and, and influencers, because we are, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we need to be that pillar of the community that's saying it's okay, it's yeah. okay to struggle and the more I talk about it, the more people talk to me about it yep. and then they might not tell me the ins and outs of what's going on but you walk away thinking they've obviously had their struggles. Yep. Doesn't make them less of a person. Doesn't mean they're showing weakness. And if anything, it means you go up in devaluation to me rather than rather than trying to hide it mm-hmm. um, behind bravery and, and pretending that nothing's wrong. Um, but I think one one of the things I notice in my day job, which is a, a very corporate driven world and there's lots and lots of work, we're understaffed. Um, I think many people in the world are. People are overworked. And if there's too much work put on someone and they struggle I've heard the phrase that broke them Mm. used and I don't like that because I think no that person got so overwhelmed with the amount of work you piled on them it was unfair and Mm. you pushed them into a corner where they had nowhere to go other than to just check out and walk away and that's not breaking that's saying hang on a minute my work life balance isn't right and and you're putting too much on me as an employer and you should know better yeah I mean, that's overloading, isn't it? That's mm. what that is. Mm. Yeah, and it's like I said, culture is is the key word in all of this for me. A positive, um, a positive, collaborative, open culture to me is is the most important thing. Yeah, and so to those two hundred people who are out there listening to this, we got to be the advocates for this, mm. and we got to go back to mm. our employees and. More, more, yeah, yeah. By the time two hundred and one, yeah, for over five hundred. Um, actually, I've got something else to add on this now as well because I've had this conversation a few times recently, um, and that is the trade-off between wage and happiness, or you know how much you get paid and how you feel at work. And and I think, and I might be, I might be shot down for this, but I'm going to go with it anyway. People become too obsessed about what they earn and how much they earn and they will trade their own happiness their own well-being their own mental health and their own physical health for what equates to probably a couple of hundred pound a month in some cases and i've had conversations with people directly about this this week and i just like i would like people to consider if they're unhappy at work and they, they can't see change they want to get out they want to move and they think but i'm paid so well what price your happiness? Just, just you've got to square that circle and, and just work that equation out. Because let me tell you, a couple of grand over a year is only a couple hundred pound a month, and if it's destroying you, it's not worth it. 
And wouldn't you rather go and do something for a couple of grand less that you actually really enjoy? Exactly. Um, happiness at work is not the absence of problems. That's the only thing I'd say. There's prob. Don't get yeah. me wrong. You're yeah, referring. Absolutely. You're, no, I'm, yeah. And and I think you're referring to, and and I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. You're referring to an intrinsic culture that's difficult to cope with and yes. makes you unhappy. Yes. Absolutely. Whereas I'm referring to a supportive culture that's got a lot of problems in yeah. it because the work you're doing is tough and you, that's okay. You can okay. take two yeah. companies doing the same thing, throw the same problems at them, and get two different outcomes because of the cultures in those companies. Yeah. Some in some companies it will break people it will it'll, I'll use that phrase we just said we didn't like yeah, yeah. but it will make life difficult and hard for people because of the way the culture is other companies same work same stresses don't get me wrong work can be stressful that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's the tools and the people you've got to help you deal with those stresses that are important last point I would rather be in the shittest job in the world surrounded by the best people than the best job in the world surrounded by the shittest people yes but there's a lot of people out there and I'm including myself in this and it is a, again it's a different viewpoint and a different thing some people can't afford to leave their jobs no. which is the problem because so does, we the, all no 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 because and, and uh, yeah okay in some instances people, there are some people who need an amount of money no no there are some instances where that that is probably true okay yeah. but there are plenty of instances where people think they can't afford it. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to remember when we, when we earn more, our lifestyles increase. Oh, yeah. And we, they move we up. Live they to move our up, means, right? So, okay. But equally, you know, I earn, I earn there's a, a basic wage that some people more money need. than I earn in my early 20s right now. Okay. But I don't have any more spare because my life, my lifestyle is bigger growing on days, bigger cars, exactly. bigger houses. All, yeah. all those kind of things. So that they, they all change with it. But at the end of the day, we could all lose our jobs. Our companies could go to the wall and we could all wake up tomorrow morning not having an employer and we all have to go and pick up and there's nothing wrong with production line jobs or anything like that, but go work a minimum wage job and we will find a way. So you I always do. We always yeah, do. Yeah, but you might I, have to work two of them. So I've got two yeah, jobs. But then that's more stressful again. Do you, I'm not no, well, yeah, like necessarily yeah, like because you're, because you, you yeah, might you not might having enough in. money is also very stressful, isn't it? Yeah, but you've got to change um, your life. Yeah, but if you've got a mortgage and yeah, you've yeah. got bills to pay, which come to an amount, and you need to do two jobs because you'll your it, job, you, yeah, you make, make it work, work. But it's also adding more stress. But like, you won't go out for dinner. You won't buy any new clothes. No, no. You get rid of your TV. You won't have the latest phone. You'll get rid of your car and walk to work. But you feel happy yeah yeah you'll stop eating steak and you'll eat beans on toast yeah do you know what i mean you'll give up your gym membership uh, yeah. no and you'll i go do see that run. but i also think there is a side to that that some people have to have to earn an amount which may not be in a job they enjoy or isn't making them mentally you yeah, find well someone you be. enjoy i see what you're saying Harv. yeah i see oh, what yeah. you're saying yeah, yeah, no, don't get like, me wrong but you know that that job Putting, you know, sandwiches in a box on a production line might make you happy. Yeah. Because working you in don't the pub the... was the best job I ever had. I loved working in the pub, but it was also the worst paid job I've ever had. Yeah, yeah well, but the best I couldn't job afford I ever to do that, was... like, day in, day out, because I wouldn't earn enough money. Yeah, but you wouldn't have a house either. You yeah, would, but then where would, would I be living? Yeah, but you'd be renting I a house. I am renting. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> but you I own wouldn't... a house as well. Yeah, but um, either way, working in a pub wouldn't fund... But what about Enough people money. who do work in pubs? Well, yeah. Where, where do they live? In a box? Probably no. with someone and they split the bills. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. I, I think, we, you know, we can debate this yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. for hours. But, <laughs> yeah. but what I'm saying is that people... What, you the best job I ever had, You do I, live to your means. I do get that. The best job I ever had was fitting... T- when I was about 17, I was fitting tyres on cars. And I loved it. It was great. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I earned about 80 quid a week. You know, and back then, that was a lot of money. But that was full-time. 40 hours a week, 80 pound. Um... And there was a guy there, that was his job too. And he earned more than me, of course, because he was 40. But he had a house, he had kids. Yeah, but life wasn't as expensive then, was it? Well, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm saying it's all relative. Yeah, like, it is, because he was earning 80 quid a week. 
uh, yeah. for 40 hours a week. Yeah, and matey would have been taking 150 quid a week, so he'd get nearly double. But he he still went to the pub and had a drink. He uh, had a car. He but but he didn't have an expensive lifestyle. He lived a smaller life than someone who earned back then 500 pound a week and drove a Jag and went on free holidays a year. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Of the people I know and the people I'm close with, the happiest amongst them are not the highest earners. No. For sure. Um, by a mile. I, what's the phrase? I'd rather drive my Honda to the hills than my yeah. Lamborghini to the office. Yeah. You know, you do, money does not make you happy. No. No. And I think that... And there's obviously a, a chord struck with you here, Lise because you're quite passionate about this <laughs> yeah I just think like but you if know, you like, feel stuck yeah. like I've, I've never felt stuck in a job I've like, always thought I'm not saying that but like I'm, I'm just saying like from a point of view as well like I've saw growing up I saw my mum work a lot of jobs to have get enough money for us to have um, and I just think that sometimes you have to something something things have to give don't they yeah like, no, I, do, I do appreciate that but, I'm not saying you, know, you should stay you, in a job that you, mentally yeah. makes you unhappy or uh, that's, that's what to be I Ill. mean you know you, you your know, happiness has a value there are people who are stuck in that position stuck is a great word because you because you you can become unstuck there are yeah. ways to become unstuck. and I'm talking you know the, the people I'm, the conversations I've had recently the people earning 45 grand a year and there's a job they like but it pays 42 oh uh, yeah yeah you know, or pays 40 and they in they think oh I can't do that because I'm on this here and yeah, you can. Of course, you can do that. So, personal experience here. I worked for a medical bed company, and through lockdown, I'll tell you what, I earned rock star money. Better money than I've ever been on. Mm -hmm. And I left that company knowing that I probably wouldn't find. And I, I lived to my means, you know. That's how I bought the old classic car when I worked there. That's why we went on free holidays a year. But I would never, ever, ever. I earn, I earn less money now than I did then. Because I would get a Christmas bonus, I'd get a summer bonus. I was for my birthday, my boss bought me an iPad and gave me a, like a five hundred pound voucher for John Lewis. That that for my birthday, would I go back there? Nah, keep it. I don't ever want to go back there because it broke me. It drove me to the point of I could not cope with that anymore. When I left there, best thing I ever did. And I left there knowing I'll never earn that money again. And I took a lot less in the jobs I've I've done since then. I've never I've never stayed in a job I don't like because of the money. Mm -hmm. And I've gone, that's two grand less than what I'm on now. You know, like this is when I worked for for what was Western Helicopters and I took a job at a surfboard company, I took less money, but I took less money because I knew I wanted to do that. And it was a couple of grand a year and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I want to go do that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I think that, that sort of surmises what I'm, yeah, the point I'm trying mm. to drive at is that there is, there is a value to happiness uh, and it's not a financial one. There you go. Okay. That was like a full-on debate, there, wasn't it? <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's... wow. That was like actually. Well, I think I think the reason we got passionate about it is because at that point we spend a third of our lives at work. So it's such reality. a big thing, oh, isn't yeah. it? I've and you've got so a, like, people you work with, haven't you? Yeah. And you've got, you know, I've worked with some absolute assholes. I've been absolutely miserable at work and hated. I when I worked at that medical bed company, I would drive there in tears as a grown man. In my late 30s, I'd be crying going to work. And the 
PD producer David just looked like, well, really? Yeah, man. Mm. I'd go for a walk at lunchtime and I'd cry because I hated it so much because it was in trend. There was the culture there was blame everyone else for whatever you're doing. You know, it's not my problem, it's your problem. You've got to do this. You've got to deliver a financial goal every week without fail. And if you don't deliver that, if you're a penny under what your goal is, you failed. But if this guy over here delivered what he did, he wins. So mm. there's a competition. Yeah. It was horrible. I hated it. I used to drive, and I used to drive there thinking, how am I going to get out of this? Because I earned such good money. How am I going to change? And eventually I got pushed into a corner where I had to leave. I, I sought some help because it was so freaking bad. And I vowed that I'll never go back to that place as in the, the, the mental place where I was at that time. But the money was fantastic. Mm. Mm. And there are people... <laughs> We've got a sneeze alarm going, a sneeze yeah. warning going hey, off from Lisa's summer cold. Yeah, but there are people in that position right now, listen, probably listening to this podcast, you know, in that position or similar. You'll get by. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll find a way. You'll find a way. You'll, you'll, you'll rein it in. You'll get rid of your TV or you'll cancel your gym membership or your mental health is And the is thing is, important. you know, if work is, if the culture is that toxic and the work's that bad, you'll get it's getting into your head so when you're doing those things that you earn that money to do when you're going to a really posh gym or you're driving a really nice car you're not enjoying it's it creeping anyway. into that yeah it's, it's eating into that when you're with your family on that holiday that you can now afford because you earn rock star money but you're thinking about that shit job or the people the whole time you're there what's the f***ing point yeah on that Sunday night where you're dreading getting out of bed on Monday yeah. Sunday evening blues oh man and, and, and I genuinely I, I'm lucky I don't get that anymore yeah which is amazing and, and, but that should be the norm it shouldn't be the exception don't get me wrong there's bad days and I think Christ I can't wait to get out of it yeah. because <laughs> of the nothing but the crap kicked out of me all day but I leave thinking I do something I, I enjoy I, I really like it and I, I'm, I feel really really privileged to say I like my job you know I, I like being there yeah hmm it's the right balance. I get to work from home and yeah. So, right. Let's move on. Lise, do you need to sneeze? No, I'm good. PD's given us the, the, the one the hour look. Clock the one eye. hour look. We've got an hour to go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we can talk all night. Can I we, know. The three of us. Right. Let's go with rants. Harves, have you got a rant? I've got a rant. Lise, have you got a rant? I have got a rant. I've got a rant. So who's going first? Da, 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 da. Lise, go first. Oh, okay. Um, so my rant, I think you two will probably be able to sympathise with this a little bit, even though it's female related. My rant is about women's clothing <laughs> and being 40... I've, been on, the, I've like, been on the receiving end of women's clothing being thrown across the room where it doesn't f***ing <laughs> fit. Oh, I well, we were talking about it in a romantic way, but obviously not. <laughs> Well, I've been trying to find a dress for the ball. Yeah. I just can't. Like, where do women in their 40s shop these days? Because I feel like everything's either aimed at, like, people who are 20 and don't really want to wear a lot of clothes at the moment. Mm, they wear bikinis or out. Or they want to, you know, I'm 60 and I want to look like my mum or my grand. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no <laughs> kind of middle ground. For, like, And, like, office lady, how many dresses has she ordered for the ball? I'm going to mention it on the, at the ball. I think we're on 28. 28 exactly. dresses. Like, how is she? shouldn't be that hard for people of our I know she's a bit younger than me but people of our age to find a decent dress so I can tell us. you where she goes because it comes out on my credit card <laughs> so li Little Black Dress has been up there okay. she's bought a lot from there um, I think a couple will come from but John they've Lewis they've gone back haven't they 
Yeah, they've all gone yeah. back. Like, I don't know where the, she's chosen one now, but I don't know where she's that chosen came the first dress. The freaking first one she bought. <laughs> the first one that Which she I bought. Love, and she told me that. Was <laughs> she bought that one three months ago, sent it back, and has now bought that one again. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to wear the blue one. And yeah. I said, well, I haven't seen the blue one. She goes, yes, you have. Back in <laughs> February, back in December <laughs> yeah. last year. But yeah, I'm just really like frustrated because I feel like I wear the same clothes that I've worn for the last. The other day, I put something on, and you know, like when your Facebook memory comes up, mm. and I was like, oh my god, I've worn that like five years ago and I'm still wearing it now the, the weird thing is and not that I know because I've, I've, I've never you know take this with a pinch of salt I've never worn women's clothes don't believe that yeah exactly um, <laughs> but they're different sizes as well oh, what yeah. is an 8 in oh, one or yeah. a 10 in another or a 12 and I've then, ordered things sometimes different colours but same sizes and they still don't fit the same but as well there's this thing you know and, and I'm going to I'm going to pigeonhole and say with women but I think anyone would feel like this if you're if you're a size ten, for example, and that dress that's a size twelve fits, you then don't want to wear it because it's a size twelve. Yeah. But this bullshit, what size it is? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just a fucking label yeah. in the back of it. And everyone's and, cut differently. Everyone, every, and like you say, like I've had stuff in the same place in two different colours, which is the same dress or the same. I bought a skirt once, same skirt, two different colours. It didn't fit in the same way. Mm. And it's like this is from the same shop. Like, you know, if I was a woman, I wouldn't wear a skirt. I just wouldn't Ever? wear a skirt. I'd wear a dress, but I wouldn't wear a skirt. Oh, I don't wear a skirt very often. But Not yeah, I. that's like, my round. Went, like, I just w- feel like there's nowhere for women in their like... 35 to maybe like 55 to look like they're not ancient which is a huge democrat- yeah. democratic yeah. demographic massive, like, not to be ca- uh, catered yeah. for yeah but I think there is Lee. I think if you go to Bath and you've got 500 quid to spend well, yeah, you'll but find I a dress I'm, I'm the sort yeah. of person who has to go in Primark yeah. and then you go in Primark and everything's either neon or like a crop top or like shorts like I'm not even going to go to the so is that what you're wearing to the ball neon crop top and shorts sadly not no <laughs> but do you know what I mean like, you just, oh there's like it's just nothing's got any material to it hmm. the people that were out in Bath on Saturday I mean, they've got the figures for it, and you know that matters anymore. But edit that part out, actually. So, like, <laughs> well, like, I don't want to say that people shouldn't wear certain things. Well, they're they're young, aren't they? I mean, but, yeah, honestly, like, my son's friends who are girls come over and they're pretty much wearing bikinis. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, like really like, put some freaking clothes well, like, on, the girl. The shorts have like their bum cheeks hanging out. I know. What's that all about? My mum would not have let me go out, and I'm I'm not saying that their mums know they go out dressed like that. But like, you can see their actual bum cheek, and I know that makes me sound old. But I was just like, sometimes yeah, you do I mean, I mean, we pushed the boundaries pushed when we were young, and like what women wore then, and like the crop top thing, which by the way seems to come back round. The crop top and baggy denim seems yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, a nice vibe. Like they're out of all sex, but at no point were <laughs> girls. No point were girls walking around in shorts were so short you could actually yeah. see their ass cheeks. Yeah, but it's like bikinis now. You go down the beach and every girl's got her, a- her whole ass out <laughs> because they just wear yeah, a thong, don't they? Man, we're old. if someone wants to design me a dress or you know if there's any dress with designers who could get know. something made by Saturday by yeah. Saturday and, it's and not want a lot of money for Tuesday and this is probably not even going to be released by Saturday <laughs> it will be it's going oh. up there. well you've got two days to get this produced wow uh, so yeah, it's going out on Thursday the 13th Lisa needs a dress on the 15th <laughs> you've yeah. got the 14th to do it <laughs> oh, what's your rant my rant is supermarket home delivery substitutions oh, insanely ridiculous? Ridiculous! It's just and it's getting worse. And and sometimes it's not even substitutions. It's just, yeah, we substituted that with nothing. We mm. didn't have any of these, so we've got you nothing. Yeah, I mean, how have you not got any apples in your store? Yeah, you can like, click no substitutes. 
we end up with nothing at all. Yeah, but then you, <laughs> yeah, you do end up with yeah, nothing. Yeah, but surely nothing's better than stuff you don't need. Well, yeah, want. I mean, it's just... It, can't I eat. mean, it's just, oh, well, we didn't have any um, OXO cubes, so here's four AA batteries. I mean, it's just <laughs> like... I mean, that's okay, okay, I'm, you know, I'm exaggerating for effect, but it's just ridiculous we had a food delivery uh, yesterday or the day before I think it was I think it was Asda we, I mean where we live we get them all can deliver so we we're basically choosing which time suit us by, and then we choose our supermarket sort of thing but the amount of stuff I mean judge me if you want but I buy frozen chicken breast right? cook from frozen chicken breast there's no judging here because some people would judge that oh, but I only ever bought them in lockdown when I felt why, like why there was you, no why, other option why would you judge it why, why well, some people buy? might say you should buy fresh meat or whatever, but I mean, it's, it's chicken... convenient, it's cheap, it's good protein, and we can store it, which is of primary importance. To be fair, I've got a lot of frozen so chicken that I've never defrosted. All those facts are true. All I will say to you is that I worked in a chicken factory for six weeks in Norfolk, and we can have a conversation about that maybe after the podcast. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should have a feature on that. <laughs> is, <laughs> that <laughs> is that where you met Ed Sheeran? The and <laughs> um, I'm interested in why why that would be judged. I, I feel like people would judge that, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> it's cheap. Anyway, my point, thing my, I can you, cook, you can cook them from frozen. Yeah, you, you cook them frozen. Oh, that's I mean, that's like amazing. I, mean, I don't know how say, that works. I don't know why that works. Yeah, I think that's what dodgy. puts me off. Yeah. The, only, the only thing I try not to, the only thing I try not the PD's trying to get us to move away from the chicken. But the only thing I would say about the chicken is I try not to eat chicken from Thailand when it says this chicken is from Thailand. I try not to eat that because it. Why do you? Yeah, yeah. Like I tell you what. Right, you need to start reading labels. I don't even look at the. I say that like I look at the label. So Tesco, Tesco, um, Thailand. Tesco in Thailand Tesco China, Chinese box or Indian box of food if you read it it says this chicken is from Thailand oh, genuinely I love an and, Indian box yeah yeah but that's the thing go to Waitrose ain't from fucking Thailand there no. it's from India no. <laughs> um, that's the only chicken I wouldn't eat it's from... is unbelievable right so start reading the bottom of packets it says on there so most most of it says chicken from the UK and the EU so it's you don't so it's bits of chicken from you know some of it's French some yeah, of it's British it comes out of but some you know some of that cheap stuff is from Thailand so I'll be interested read the packet I'll, I'll read the packet anyway move along I'll read Sorry. the packet <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know where this chicken is from but anyway my point is I've ordered this frozen frozen chicken breast cooked from frozen we haven't got it we haven't got it so here's some fresh chicken drumsticks but that's what they've said. No, yeah. That's not a bad substitute. That is a bad substitute. Well, it's You've not frozen to, and it's not got, breast. Like, no, but it's still chicken. Yeah, but it's not because... <laughs> well, that's it, like saying I ordered AA batteries and they sent these. Well, yeah. they're still batteries. Well, yeah, but they don't fit what I want yeah. to do. <laughs> we, we, you know, we, we're, designing, we're designing our meals. So, you know, <laughs> we're, planning, we're planning our meals because there's a lot of practical elements to it. Stuff needs to go in the freezer. We've got kids to feed. We've got yeah, meals I to plan. Did you send it back? Um, no, and they refused it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she beat the driver to death with the drumsticks. Yeah, out of, out of hate. But so, um, I've got I've got a story about this because on. one of our um, supporters of the Brave and Determined, Monty, who we know from the gym, yes, he works for a very popular and very expensive supermarket. We'll name no names, owned by John Lewis. Um, <laughs> but he was telling me about the substitutions and basically the the children that are employed to to go round and pick your food, and he had a customer customer come in and complain because they had bought Christmas wrapping paper and there wasn't any left so they gave them birthday wrapping paper so it's still wrapping paper Lise but you're like that is no good yeah. happy, birthday, happy birthday Jesus birthday. Yeah. I mean technically it was Jesus' birthday yeah. <laughs> so yeah 
and there's obviously supply chain issues um, because so much stuff they just didn't have which just it's just baffled baffling but um yeah so substitutions grind my gears yeah i mean it is ridiculous you know we get quite often we get the most ridiculous substitutes and then yeah. you say well i don't want that and then they go well you can keep it if you want because i can't bother to take it back <laughs> and you go all right well i'll keep it and then and then so you end up with some food that you don't actually want mm. yeah mm. i still do my shopping in person oh no way man spend the money it's like four quid to get it delivered, isn't it? Money and be yeah. I, I get to yeah. I get to pick my yeah, meat and see what material. it's like. Yeah, but I don't want to spend an hour on a Sunday going around a supermarket. Yeah, Absolutely that not. is a bit annoying. Mm. I'd much rather spend an hour on a Sunday going around a supermarket. No, even with children, I'd still do that. Right? Oh Christ, no, no. no. <laughs> no, because I'll probably be more pissed off in the supermarket than I do get about the substitutes. Here, do you want to hear my rant? And yes. it's not, I'm not angry about it. It's just it's more of a comedy one. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Office secrets. So Ooh. when when someone says, oh, my God, have you heard? And this has happened a lot in my job recently. Oh, my God, have you heard that so-and-so, they're, they're leaving? But don't tell anyone. And you go, okay, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, I'll keep that secret. And then someone else goes, oh my god, have you have you had any? And you go, well, if it was a secret, yeah, yeah, everyone knows. But don't tell anyone. And then the one person who's leaving hasn't said anything. And then everyone knows. And it's this the stupid thing of it's a secret, don't tell anyone. But actually, everyone knows. Yeah. And Do it's you, just surprised when they actually say, oh, by the way, oh yeah, my I'm god, leaving. you're leaving. <laughs> that no. is brand new information. <laughs> I did not know you were going. It's just stupid, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and it. Got to the point today where this is a, it's a true story where i said so can we talk about the elephant in the room and the guy goes what and i said well the fact that you're leaving and he went oh you know i was like <laughs> everyone knows oh okay i was like you were on holiday last week and in one day three people asked me or said you're going and they told me where you're going so i actually know <laughs> everything about it that. the only thing i don't know is the leaving date could you tell me that <laughs> Jesus. So the, yeah, the office secrets of, oh, like, it could be anything. Or oh, they're having an affair, but don't tell anyone. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And of course, we don't tell anyone. No, Lise. So this, <laughs> this is a good one. So Lise said to me the other day on a voice note, um, yeah, don't tell anyone this. And I actually mean don't tell anyone. And I, so I then in person said to Lise, Lise, when I say to you, don't tell anyone, I I actually mean don't tell Every anyone. Time. So have you been, yeah, no, whenever I, I say I that. Promise I yeah, I promise. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> she has been known as Lisa likes to gossip at points in her life. Um, I do like to gossip. This is Who true. doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? So look, let's wrap this up because we're... How long are we, PD? Too long. Uh, yeah, hour and ten. Hour and ten, uh, we're well over. We've treated you this week. <laughs> yeah, we're well over. I'm glad that you edit, you edit the podcast now. But we had, when, I, when I used to do it, <laughs> when I used to do it, we had a strict hour. We couldn't go over an hour. So if we went to an hour and ten, I, I had to lose. To yeah, well, I used to have to try and lose ten minutes. You know, so it's like sections I'd cut out. But it's not my problem anymore. I got all night. Let's keep chatting. Let's what are you saying, half? It's chow. What, what else is going on in your life? Well, you know, no, no <laughs> <laughs> so what is the what's the message? What's the message? From, from, today's, messages, from today's podcast, what's the message? Well, the message to today's podcast is we spend a lot of our lives at work and uh, it's down to us as employees and our employers and leaders and everybody involved just to try and make work a little bit of a nicer environment. Yeah, I think That's be that message. advocate of protecting be everyone's yeah, protecting everyone's mental health. Mm. Be the change you want to see in the world. Just 
just do it. So yeah. in the, in in your company lease, yeah, try and change it. I do. I might. Yeah, I might print some posters up. Well, get them to right. pay for people's um, counselling. Yeah. So why don't we do that? I, I could save you money. Eh? Mm. As soon as you say that to anyone who's in control it's of the finances though, of a business, like, I know we won't they go say back sit over it, down. But in the time I've been there, I think. Possibly the last two years is the first time someone's been off with mental health for a prolonged period. And that's in nearly 18 years. You've been there 18 years? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. But do you, do you think just... that might be because that's been shared? That that's the um, reason for off? Because I would... I would, I would say, um, when I'm saying like prolonged period, I'm talking like sort of six months right. period. I'm sure people have had odd days because things have happened but I can't remember anyone coming in and going I need some time out because this is going on in my life or I don't feel like I'm in the place to be at work or or I've got some mental health issues and that's and I can yeah I think it's one person in the last two years wow there you go so it needs to be a discussion doesn't it be the change be the change change. right so we're going to finish up with Lisa. a work-related song. <laughs> yeah, come on, let's go. What you got? We did discuss this earlier. Let's yeah. go. Am I singing Take the chorus or the... I'm alone bed the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition. God, do you know the, 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 like, the words? Yeah. Oh, wow. Doesn't I only know the, I only know the Working nine, nine to five, five. What, what a way, way to make a living. Barely getting by. It's all taking <laughs> and no giving. Whoa! That was great. But no, I'm Excellent. Have a good week, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 B